now it's time for USC Trojan Talk with Coach Harvey Hyde. Brought to you by Terribles. Listen to the coach each week on KSHP AM 1400 and follow the coach on Twitter at Coach Harvey Hyde. And now, here's Coach Harvey Hyde. Well, thank you, and good evening, everybody in Las Vegas, Nevada, every Thursday night, USC Trojan Talk, brought to us by Terribles and Coors Light, and good morning to all of you in the Inland Empire, listening on AM 1490 on your dial, this is USC Trojan Talk, year-round on both stations. Again, we have a special guest, and before we get to our special guest, let's thank our sponsor for our opening segment, that's Mercedes-Benz of Henderson, out sponsors of USC Trojan Talk. They want you to drop by or call, or call the general manager himself. His name is Jim Chasen. Call Jim at 702-485-3000. That's 702-485-3000 for Mercedes-Benz of Henderson. Now, I don't know how many of you recognize this when I say with us tonight is Mr. How Do You Do? And he's been saying that for many, many years. Pete Arbogast, thank you for joining us. Anytime, Coach. I, I love being on the show, as you know. Start of the season, end of the season, middle of the season. really doesn't make any difference. Well, I tell you what, it's great to have you. Before the season, we talk about uh, after fall camp, what you think uh, the record might be and how they might do. And then again, after spring practice, the new changes of coaches this year, all the things that are going on, the NIL, the new uh, commit they got today, we'll talk about it in a moment. Pete, what do you have to say about college football? First of all, the state of college football, what's your opinion on that? Well, it's a different world certainly, than we grew up in, uh, and I don't think it's necessarily a, a, a worse one. Uh, it was certainly coming, and, and it should have been a long time coming, that, that players are going to be uh, getting some money for, for what they do for universities uh, across the nation. So that's one. The transfer portal is really interesting. It allows people to move around from job to job, just like we can in our job, if we were fortunate enough to, to be able to move around at any given time. Uh, I like it. Uh, I don't like it to be 24/7, 365. I'd like to see uh, some some uh, limitations put on the transfer portal uh, during the season. Uh, I don't think they should be able, to, like once summer ball, fall ball, if you want to call it fall ball, although it starts in August. Once fall ball starts uh, until the end of the bowl season, I don't think players should be able to move around uh, during that period of time. It's not fair to the players on the team. It's not fair to the coaches. Not fair to the announcers. It's not fair to the fans. Uh, I, I think it should be a, a, a shut case during the course of the season. How about uh, as you talk about uh, players getting uh, money as far as playing now, does that take away the college atmosphere of a student athlete going to college to get a degree mm-hmm. and play for the college and work his way eventually into the NFL if possible? Aren't we fooling ourselves in believing that, that money hasn't been changing hands forever? Uh, I, I remember when I was a little kid hearing about guys that were getting jobs for which they did not have to show up, and they were getting paid to do those jobs. Uh, so it, it's as old as the time itself. Uh, I, I don't think I, I think players getting entitled. It's 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 almost impossible to keep an eye on every player at every position at every school and and try to stop everything. So now it's above board, and it's it's. Uh, it's just going to be a semi-pro league now, and that's fine. Because really, when it comes down to it, I'm rooting for the uniform uh, of the team. Uh, I, you know, 
Reggie Bush doesn't play for USC anymore, but I'm still rooting for the guy who's playing running back at USC, whoever it is. And 20 years from now, it'll still be that way. It's the same for all my favorite sports teams. I mean, when's the last time Sandy Kokax pitched for the Dodgers? You're rooting for the uniform. Yeah, the guys in the uniform are great, love them, uh, but I'm rooting for the uniform more than anything else. It seems to me like they've gone from one extreme, as you mentioned, to the other extreme. And there's yeah. not really a hold on it right now. No, it's, it's, a, it's a free-for-all. It's, <laughs> we, we knew it was coming. Uh, I don't think we're done. I don't think we're close to being done. Uh, if I were, you know, you hold a gun to my head, I would guess that uh, the top teams or the top conferences are going to split away from the NCAA and form their own body and, uh, and make their own rules, uh, in maybe in both football and basketball. I don't know if it'll be across the board in all the sports, uh, but those two seem to be out of control now, and, and uh, maybe it's time that happened. I don't, yeah, there's a lot of changes that have, have been happening in the last 10 years, and you ain't seen nothing yet. Pete Arbogast joins us on USC Trojan Talk, the voice of USC Trojan football. How many years have you been saying, how do you do? Well, I started in 1989. That would be 33 years ago, right, coming into 2022, something like that. Well, I'll tell you, uh, Pete, uh, I don't have to uh, have you tell me what who's playing. When I hear the broadcast, whenever <laughs> you're on, I know who's playing. It's the Trojans. And as you say... Well, I, I appreciate that. And, you know, and, and, and you, like me, um, and I grew up in L.A., and when you turned on the radio, you knew, you knew which game you were listening to. Did you turn on a Dodger game or an SC game or UCLA game? Uh, the Kings, the Lakers, you knew who was on the radio. You, 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 those guys were stars. Uh, and, and I'm not saying I am, but uh, I like to be a, a, an identifiable voice for our university. I agree with you, and you can't say this, but I'll say this. I'd like to see you do all the sports at USC. I'd well, like to do, see you do all the PA for all the other sports. When you're not broadcasting, <laughs> I'd like you to do the PA for the baseball game, the PA for the track and field meet. I'd like you to see be the voice of USC Trojans. Well, I appreciate that. They've got some good guys that are working those types of events. Um, you know, as you know, I did basketball for some time and I, I really love the sport, but the things work out the way they do. Uh, I'm, I'm not in power, uh, but I am, I'm enjoying the job that I do have. Well, I think it's great. I think you got to do the score, be the scorer, the announcer at the basketball games too. If you're not going to do the broadcast, you should be the PA announcer. Your voice is such a big part of USC that you're a celebrity. You're actually a celebrity, buddy. You are. I'll say this, though, you know, public address announcing is not what it used to be. If you recall John Ramsey and those of us who emulated John Ramsey uh, doing public address announcing uh, over the years, it, it was an informational service. And anymore, it's more of a cheerleading service. Uh, and, and I don't think I'd be any good at that thing. I, I, could, I could sit there and give you information all day long. And I agree with you there. You go to some of these events now and you can't even concentrate on the game because there's so much screaming and yelling and loud music yeah. and all the other things that surround us and really lose means, the effect. That just, that just means we're getting old, that's all. Well, I don't think so. We're still on that in the left-hand lane of that freeway, I'm going to tell you that. Uh-huh. I'm not right. getting off the off-ramp yet. I'm not taking an off-ramp <laughs> yet. But, Pete, let me ask you this. Did you ever expect that there'd be a coaching change? You knew there'd be a coaching change. We knew that after the second game of the year. But did you ever think 
that USC, their athletic department and administration, would go to the extent that they've gone to in the hiring of Lincoln Riley and what's been going on? Well, it's not like his name was never brought up, um, but it was always in like, well, hey, we should start with you know the top. Call Nick Saban. Call Pete Carroll. Uh, call Andy Reid. Whoever you want to call, call them all. They're, make them say no. And you start at the top and you, and you work your way until you get a guy that's great, like Lincoln Riley uh, appears to be, and then he, he says yes, and then you stop your search. So I, I'm not, I wasn't completely flummoxed and surprised like that. Uh, I was pretty happy that they got it done the way they did, and, and uh, we, we got a guy like the guy we got. Um, I'm not completely surprised. Uh, I, I, I knew that they would have to make a home run higher, and they did. Let me ask you this, Pete. Do you think he was the first choice? I don't know. I, I, you know, I don't have that kind of in in the athletic department to know that. Uh, you recall Pete Carroll was not. Um, you know, there were several guys ahead of Pete when, when he got the job. Um, but I'll bet he was on the short list. If, if I would have asked you who the top ten guys in the country you want to go after are, uh, he might have been on that top ten list, including NFL coaches. Uh, he might have been on that list. Let me ask you this. Do you think the university had to hire a headhunter to find out who would be the best coach at USC? I don't think so. Mm-mm. No, I think Mike Bloom's got his head on his shoulders uh, pretty well. He's an athletic director's athletic director, uh, and, and he knows what he's doing. And I think he had a, a vision of, of the kind of person uh, and the kind of guy that he was going to go after. Uh, and he and, and Brandon Sosna did that together. Uh, I'm sure there were other voices involved as well. Uh, but you got to give credit where credit is due. He's the, he's the head man. Uh, if, if things go poorly, the buck stops with him. So if things go well, you got to give him credit. All right, let's do this, Pete. Before I ask you another question, why don't we take a break? Because you're one that had the opportunity of going into practice more than yeah. the rest of us did. And uh, I want to find out exactly a little bit more of what you saw, what you thought, not without giving anything away or doing something that would get you in trouble. But I think we're all anxious to uh, get your feelings on the new USC image, the new US, USC offense, defense, coaching staff, the whole package here on We Are SC, USC, USC, Trojan we're everything here with Pete Arbogast. Again, we want to welcome all of you in the Inland Empire every Saturday morning. Want to welcome you to USC Trojan Talk from 11 to 12 on AM 1490 on your dial. And in Las Vegas, we want to thank our sponsors, uh, title sponsors, Terribles and Coors Light for their sponsorship of USC Trojan Talk. And again, we want to thank our opening segment sponsor, that's Mercedes-Benz of Henderson. So buckle up, everyone. Fight on. I'm Harvey Hyde. We'll be right back from Las Vegas. Raiders fans, announcing Terrible's Game Day Giveaway. Enter for your chance to shop, scratch, and score a $1,000 Raiders shopping spree during every game day. Here's your play call. Run a slant route to the nearest participating Terrible Chevron location on Raiders game days. Catch a scratch card and enter your unique code in the Terrible Social House app. And you could score that week's $1,000 Raiders shopping spree. Terrible's, your only place to shop, scratch, and score. Visit Terribles.com for more details. Something really special and new. Floyd's 99 haircuts, colors, and straight razor shaves. We're at, well, Southwest Las Vegas at the 215 and South Rainbow. 
Yes, you can have all of it in one show. Each cut comes with a hot lather, neck shave, and shoulder massage. Classic barber-style services in a family-friendly environment perfect for mom or dad and the kids. Full color bar and salon services as well. Floyd 99 Cuts and Colors. Expert service, amplified experience. Go to Floyd99.com for location information. That's Floyd99.com for location information. Hello, I'm Fletcher Jones, Jr., and I'm proud to be a Trojan. There's nothing like the winning tradition of the Cardinal and Gold, and I believe those same high standards of discipline, hard work, and a winning attitude will make you a champion in anything you do. At Fletcher Jones Dealerships, we always try to exceed our clients' expectations with services and amenities you won't find anywhere else. Here in Las Vegas, we have Mercedes-Benz at Fletcher Jones Imports and Toyota and Scion at Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion. Two excellent facilities with superb products and friendly, knowledgeable people. I hope the next time you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, you'll visit Fletcher Jones Imports or Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion and let us show you how hard we'll work to earn and keep your business. Until then, fight on. NBA 2K23 Summer League is back for 75 games of action featuring all 30 NBA teams July 7th through the 17th at the Thomas and Mack Center and Cox Pavilion. See the stars of tomorrow. Take center stage and electrify the best fans in the NBA right here in Las Vegas. Adults, $40. Kids, $30. Reserve and VIP seats available. Tickets on sale now at the Thomas and Mack box office, NBAevents.com or call 702-739-FANS. Ticketing fees the Rose Bowl Legacy Foundation preserves, protects, and enhances the future of the Rose Bowl Stadium as a national historic landmark. America's Stadium has hosted two Olympic Games, with a third one coming in 2028, two World Cup Finals, five Super Bowls, and the granddaddy of them all, the Rose Bowl since 1923. It is the epic center of college football and is the most iconic stadium in the world. To learn more about how you can support the Rose Bowl Stadium as it turns 100 years young, visit www.inspire, which spells inspire2022.org. Hi, I'm Coach Harvey Hyde. Follow me on the Twitter all the time. That's at Coach Harvey Hyde, at Coach Harvey Hyde. I'll be waiting to get back to you. Well, welcome back to USC Trojan Talk, live in Las Vegas, Nevada, every Thursday evening, brought to us by Terribles and Coors Light. And in the Inland Empire, good morning to you on AM 1490, on your dial every Saturday morning from 11 to 12, year-round. Pete Arbogast joins us, the voice of USC Trojan football, and the voice, I think, that should be all around the athletic department at USC. Mr. How Do You Do? We're talking Trojan football tonight. Pete, uh, just before we took the break, I sort of uh, did a tease, and I said you did get the opportunity of going to more spring practice uh, practices and be admitted and stay longer than we did. Uh, your thoughts on that so far, you special person? <laughs> well, that took me a long time to earn that status. For a long time, uh, I was uh, lumped in with the media, you know, the regular working media, but I haven't been a, uh, you know, at a radio station for some time now. Uh, and my only job, uh, frankly, is is calling the games for USC, and I'm paid by the university uh, in a roundabout way. Um, and, and so, I, you know, a couple of years ago, I finally convinced them that I'm I'm not going to give away any trade secrets. 
Uh, and they agreed. And so I, when everybody else has to leave, I get to sit there on the field. And now, this year, I didn't just have to sit in our little, you know, they used to put us in a little pen way far away. But uh, this year, I actually got to move around and I could go watch uh, offensive line drills way over in the other corner or defensive line drills over here. So I can get kind of close. I still don't talk to the players, but at least I can get close and, and see what's going on up close and personal. And it really makes a difference for me as a play-by-play announcer because I can see uh, who these guys are. Uh, I can see how they work. I can see the coaches and how they work with the athletes. And that's very important this year because, you know, we have so many new coaches. So uh, it, it, it's a big deal. And I got to get out there and, and see a bunch of practices. And, and it, it makes a difference. I was, I was happy to do it. Peter does make a difference, and uh, you've worked with so many different coaches and interviews and so on. Tell me what it's like to work with Lincoln Riley. Obviously, he's been around. He's done it before. He's a big-time coach. What's the difference, let's say, of the first time you met Lincoln Riley compared to the first time you met another head coach at USC? And I'm not going to say well, a lot I'll make, one, I'll make but... you laugh. I'll, I'll just make you laugh because he's as old as my, do- my oldest daughter. Uh, so, uh, yes, I am in that lane of life. Um, like you were joking about before. I, I've talked to him a few times. Uh, the, the first day when everybody was there at the big press conference, uh, I got to talk to I got a couple of minutes by myself with him to introduce myself, let him know who I was, uh, and that I'm on his side. Um, and, and I think that's the case with most play-by-play announcers at most schools. I'm sure the guy from Oklahoma was, you know, they developed a good relationship. It takes some time uh, with a new guy, you know, with, uh, with Pete, he was new as well, and I had uh, I got to start fresh with him. Um, with John Robinson, I knew him a little bit. With Larry Smith, I was new uh, coming in to the job back in 1989. There, so there's, it's it's different feel for different guys. With with uh, Sark and with Kiffin and with Clay Helton, uh, we had already had a working relationship because they were assistant coaches. So I saw them all the time and talked to them all the time. Uh, without the without the giant explosion of having it be important because they're not head coaches, they're just assistants. So they can kind of just take the time and, and talk off to the side. So that was fun. I had a great relationship with clay uh, and, and everybody that talks about him will tell you the same thing. It's just a great guy. Uh, now, I, I had a good relationship. I had a good, I had a good relationship with Sark. Uh, Kiffin was a little bit more standoffish, but still did a great job with me. Um, Pete was wonderful, of course. Uh, they, they all have their strong points. You know, it's a tough job. Even with Dante last year, Dante was uh, was thrust into that position, and it was a very difficult task for him to to go from a position coach to the head coach of this university football team for that period of time, and and they they struggled, and so it was a difficult deal for him. Someday he's going to be a head coach again, and what happened with him last year will serve him tremendously well in his career later on. Pete Arbogast joins us here on USC Trojan Talk, voice of the USC Trojan football program. Pete, I want to ask you this question, because I've been around a lot of head coaches, myself being a head mm-hmm. football coach, and Jerry Tarkini, another who's head basketball coaches. Do you have the confidence that you could just walk up, knock on the door and say, hey, coach, are you busy? you mind if we could talk for a minute? Do you have that confidence that he would welcome you and say, come on in? Well, I think he would. I, uh, it takes some time to build that, but I, knowing the kind of personality he is, I think he would. Uh, he, he would let me in the room, sure. Uh, but you know, as you get to know a guy, 
and you interview him every week before the uh, before the game on the pregame show, so you get ten minutes with him, um, and and you see him at practice, and you talk to him coming on and off the field. Sometimes it takes it takes time to be friends with somebody that you're you've never known before, no question. And my goal is to treat him fairly and his staff fairly and the players fairly. That always is the case. Um, but more than that, I, I like to get to the nuts and bolts of knowing who these guys are, what makes them tick. Uh, and I will use my position, uh, especially during those interviews, uh, to ask questions that aren't necessarily related to uh, football or today's game. I'll ask them personal questions about uh, what they like to do away from the game, or what you know, how much time can they get away and, and, and go home and see the kids? That kind of thing. I want I want them. I present them not only as football coaches but as as people. The reason I ask you this, uh, they they invite in whenever they're on national TV or TV or Pac-12 Network or whatever. The broadcast team is invited in to watch film and sit down right. and talk with the coaches and get the game plans. Why shouldn't you have that same availability? Well, I don't. Uh, although I have sat in on one of those, but they're 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 paid to do that. I think what you're talking with with me is to uh, show up at the McKay Center, walk in, walk upstairs, and, and knock on the door and say hi. Uh, hey, you got a couple minutes? Uh, I think I think as time goes by, I'd be more and more able to do that. Although honestly, uh, I don't think I spent more than. Uh, over these all these years, I don't think I've spent more than sixty minutes in a coach's office talking to him. Any any coach added together all the way through, it's always reason, out on the field. It's always out on the field. The reason I say this, Pete, you're not media. You're not media. You're not someone that's going to write a story. You're no. someone who's going to publicize and do a great job of broadcasting the game and talking to people about USC Trojan football. I would think that would be something they'd want to really cultivate. I know I did with our PA announcer and our band director and all of the rest of the people who made a difference in our program. I have something to add uh, that younger announcers might not be able to, in that because I'm 67 years old, I have some life experience, uh, and I've been around the game a lot, not to say that I know much about it, but not from a coaching standpoint anyway. Um, but I've been able to get with these previous coaches, and I hope to be able to do so with Lincoln, and say, hey, uh, don't." I, I remember one of my favorite things with Pete Carroll is uh, reminding him uh, to take a, a moment every game and look up, look at the stands, look at the horse, Look at the band. Don't don't get so entrenched in what's going on on the field that you're always looking down. Enjoy the moment because later that moment's gone and, and you're never, never going to be able to have that again. Uh, and you're going to really enjoy the moment later when you're older, you're retired, you're sitting in your living room and you're thinking back on all the kids and all the games and all the days. To be able to enjoy that time that you had um, – I'm glad to remind them to be able to do that. And I'd like, and I do that coach. I do that because I want them to know that there is so much more than football. It's about relationships and being friends with people who aren't necessarily under your guidance. Uh, And if I could be that for these coaches, a voice of reason, a voice of sanity, uh, even in a little way, uh, then I've done more than my job as a play-by-play announcer. Pete, you've been able to uh, watch this uh, this staff work this uh, this year, this spring. 
uh, get acquainted with the players and so on. What do you see different at, on the practice field than you've seen with the previous staffs? I was warned to look for it by a couple of players who are close to me in the program. Uh, they said, hey, the culture is back. We are accountable for everything, which I can't see because I'm not involved in every little detail of the football program. I only see what's on the practice field and them coming in and out of the locker room. That's all I see. But, but those guys have told me, uh, and more, more people than just the two that I count on, uh, they, they tell me that the atmosphere is uh, hardcore, real business. Let's go. We, we're, we're held accountable for every little thing we do and the work ethic, having to work harder than they have in the past few years. So they've got to come back and build that culture back, and it seems like that's going on. And it, and it comes out on the field. The practices that I saw, granted they're spring football practices, but what I saw was different than what I've seen in the last couple of years. Was it more like football practice in the game of football and not really well, just a... Yeah, it reminded me. They weren't just hanging around. It reminded me of, of Pete Carroll days. It really did. It reminded me of the... Uh, now, back at Pete Carroll days, there was time for some fun, but when it was time to work, they really worked. And they, they, they blew each other up on the field as, as hard and as often as they could. And I saw some of that in drills, and I saw some of that in scrimmages on, on the practice field. Pete, uh, you and I worked the spring game together several years with Pete Carroll there and so on. We really enjoyed it. Why wouldn't they this year have their spring game on live radio like they did when you and I did it uh, on ESPN? You know, I always thought it wasn't much of a game. It was hard to call because they, they interrupt it so often. It's, it doesn't really have the flow of a game. And... Yeah, you're competing, but my my favorite moment this year in in the spring game at the Coliseum, you know those guys that uh, take their shirts off and paint their bodies red, and, and they're sitting in the front row of the student section, and and those guys during the scrimmage for about five, two minutes were chanting "Let's go offense," and then they stopped. There was a little break, and then they started chanting "Let's go defense." So it's I mean, who do you root for in a scrimmage, a spring game? Who wins? Who loses? I think you're just looking for good plays and, and, and some fun. That, I don't think it relates very well to a radio, a, a, a game like that. I had fun doing it. We got to sit in the camera well, which was a dream of mine. I hope someday before I retire, uh, I would like to do a live broadcast from one of those camera wells of, of one of our games. You know, maybe like the Rice game where we're favored by 37 points. There's no real pressure. <laughs> you know you're going to win the game. Um, that, that'd be so much fun. Remember the days Harry Carey used to call games on Sundays on occasion for the Cubs out in the bleachers. I'd love to do that one time. It'd be so much fun. Well, that's what we did in the spring when we did it. You and I together. Remember uh, I that know, right over the tunnel, tunnel, tunnel 8 or whatever yeah. it was? Yeah, and now I want to do a real one. Let, let me ask you this. With the, the teams in Southern California and the competition in Southern California, you've got the Rams, the Chargers, you've got the Lakers, the Clippers, goes on and on and on. You have two of everything. My point is, if you can be on the radio and UCLA is not on the radio, and people are driving on the freeway or they can't watch it on television, then any time you're out there and someone hears about USC, Lincoln Riley, and your voice, that's marketing. Season tickets and so on. Do you remember how we used to have the 
director Mark or somebody on or Pasquich used to be on the field and alumni players. They had so many players back from the past on the field that that's marketing the USC Trojan football program. Yeah, that's that started all, uh, again. The players are coming back now. Uh, they feel welcome. I think they have for a little while now, but I, I think it's going to be more and more of that. Uh, yeah, sure. You know, and if SC football is good, uh, they're as as well followed in this city and region as I think Dodgers baseball and and the Lakers in basketball when when they are good. Um, you know, anybody suffers when they're when they're not playing well. But USC football uh, was here way before the Lakers and way before the Dodgers and way before the Kings and even before the Rams. I mean, they were the real show way back in the day, a hundred years ago, and and you know up until the fifties. So you know when FC is playing well that that people are going to fill the Coliseum. It's a great event. It's something you want to be a part of when they're playing well. When they're not playing well, it's the same as everybody else. They're just not going to show up. Pete, I want you to know, I never get tired of listening to you. I mean, you do the game, okay? I listen to you on the pregame, postgame. You you know what you're talking about. You really add to the USC Trojan football program. And the more they can have you out there, the more they can have you out there visibly or on the air, or when you come on my shows that I do in Southern California and Las Vegas, as you're doing tonight, and the Inland Empire on Saturday morning, you know, basically I'm one of the only ones that are talking college football year-round. And you're part of it because of your knowledge and being around the game and your experience, that the more that you're out there, the more you help college football. Well, I, I, I don't have to sell you on USC, I don't have to be a salesman because I believe in the product. Uh, I always have, whether it's uh, women's tennis or, you know, the women's rowing team and the women's golf team are going to the national championships this week. Uh, I believe in, in uh, the Cardinal and gold. I believe I march to the tune of conquest. I put my fingers in the air. Uh, I'll give you a, a, a clear and concise and factual uh, accounting of the game in front of me. I'll tell you when, when FC's playing poorly, I'll tell you when they're playing great. I'll tell you when the they replay judge screwed up, and I'll tell you when they got it right. Uh, and I've got a great team, too. You know, I've had a lot of great guys be my color man, Fred Gallagher, Paul McDonald, uh, JJ, now Sean Cody. We've had a lot of good uh, sideline announcers, uh, starting with Petros and, and working our way through John Jackson again and, and uh, Jordan Moore now. Statisticians, I had the best statistician in the world in Mark Hoppe. Uh our, our spotter, Berta Wada. I mean, we've we've got a family in the broadcast booth, and we love each other, and we love what we're doing, and we love the game, uh, and we love the Trojans, and and we, we know that comes. You know, if you want to call me a homer, feel free, feel free, because I want my team to win. Well, I tell you what, uh, you aren't afraid to say it, and it's in your voice and with your enthusiasm when you broadcast the game, and you you do a great job. But listen, we got to take another short time out. Again, uh, we welcome all of you in the Inland Empire on Saturday morning, listening on KMET Radio. That's AM 1490 on your dial, 11 to 12 year-round. And in, live in Las Vegas, Nevada, this Thursday evening, we welcome you, too, to USC Trojan Talk, brought to you all by Terribles and Coors Light. We want to say uh, get out and rent a car or truck when you need to at Budget Car and Truck Rental, locally in Las Vegas. Give them a call at 702 736 12 one, two. I'm Harvey Hyde. Buckle up and fight on. We'll be right back. 
Raiders fans announcing Terrible's Game Day Giveaway. Enter for your chance to shop, scratch, and score a $1,000 Raiders shopping spree during every game day. Here's your play call. Run a slant route to the nearest participating Terrible Chevron location on Raiders game days. Catch a scratch card and enter your unique code in the Terrible Social House app. And you could score that week's $1,000 Raiders shopping spree. Terrible's, your only place to shop, scratch, and score. Visit Terribles.com for more details. Hello, I'm Fletcher Jones Jr., and I'm proud to be a Trojan. There's nothing like the winning tradition of the Cardinal and Gold, and I believe those same high standards of discipline, hard work, and a winning attitude will make you a champion in anything you do. At Fletcher Jones Dealerships, we always try to exceed our clients' expectations with services and amenities you won't find anywhere else. Here in Las Vegas, we have Mercedes-Benz at Fletcher Jones Imports and Toyota and Scion at Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion. Two excellent facilities with superb products and friendly, knowledgeable people. I hope the next time you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, you'll visit Fletcher Jones Imports or Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion and let us show you how hard we'll work to earn and keep your business. Until then, fight on. This is Monster Jam! The official Monster Truck Series. Witness the world's best drivers competing in your favorite Monster Jam trucks, like Gravedigger, Megalodon, and more. Who's ready for more racing? Witness exciting head-to-head -head competition. Be part of the action. Let's hear it. Make some noise. Tickets on sale now. Coming to the Thomas & Mack Center, July 22nd through 24th. Brought to you by BKT Tires. Pizza, pizza, pizza. If you're like me, pizza is not just a food, it's a way of life. And the folks at Cetabello Pizza get every detail just right. Homemade dough made daily Monster and hand topped. Extra virgin olive oil, freshly chopped tomatoes and basil, and generous portions of mozzarella cheese with a dizzying array of toppings. Join me at one of their two area locations, one at Green Valley Parkway, another one at Fort Apache and Sahara. No time to dine out? No problem. Order today and take it to go at setabello.net. That's setabello.net. Setabello Pizza, when only the best will do. Well, welcome back to USC Trojan Talk. I'm Harvey Hyde. Huddle up and buckle up and ride along with us every Thursday night. Brought to us by Terribles and Coors Light. And in the Inland Empire, join us every Saturday morning from 11 to 12 on AM 1490 on your dial. Our special guest tonight is the voice of USC Trojan football. I was going to say college football. Basically, he is the voice in Southern California of college football, being the broadcaster live and uh, pregame show, postgame show. And Pete Arbogast, I uh, remember when we used to do our Trojan brunch show. You would walk in there and sleep in the office, or you just slept on your plane coming back from Notre Dame. We had some great shows, didn't we? They were good. I love doing them. Uh, and I think a Sunday morning show like that. Uh, to be heard all over Southern California is uh, still a great idea. Uh, and, and it harkens back to the days of the John McKay show on, on Channel 11, uh, where the day after the game, uh, McKay would come on with a player of the game and, a, and an assistant coach and show film, breakdown film, talk about this week, talk about last week, talk about next week. And, and it was just a great show. It was must-see USC TV. And I thought our show was uh, very similar to that. I know they, they have a Trojans live show on usctrojans.com on Monday nights, um, yeah, but I don't think it's the same as being out there on, on real terrestrial or even satellite radio. Well, I'll tell you what was so good about it, Pete. It was fresh right after the game. You and I would do it from 8 to 10 every Sunday morning. And, uh, 
I'll tell you what, I think that was one of the most listened to show in Southern California. Our phone lines were lit up. Uh, it was unbelievable. Uh, I think you were with me the day when Lane Kiffin got fired and they said, let's go four hours. You could only do two hours. So I did the <laughs> next two hours solo, if you remember that. I mean, uh, it was just a great show. And, and it's not just the, the show itself, Pete. It's the relationship of the announcers that did the show. We work so well together. And, you know, I would tell you the way it was. You would tell me the way you thought it was. It was open. We let the people sort of rehab themselves if it was a loss or whatever. It was a real show that benefited the fans, college football in Southern California. Not that the other guys don't do a great job. But, Pete, there was a great relationship between us on the air. I agree, and I and I, I, I like to think that we we made it a more civil show by not allowing listeners, callers, to call in and uh, and and talk trash about coaches or players like they do on social media, uh, hiding behind their uh, their name. Um, you know, uh, I don't think that's the way. You should never talk bad about a guy in his job. Uh, I think that's poor form altogether. And you you support your coach no matter who your coach is, and you support him until he's not your coach, and then you support the next coach. And I've done the same with all of our coaches. And with all of our athletic directors and with all of our school presidents who have been there uh, during my tenure, I support them while they're there, and, and I support the next one when they come in. All right, let's talk football, Pete. And that's something you uh, really like to talk, so let's talk football. How about spring practice? How about the spring game? Your thoughts of it? Well, they're pretty good. They're, they're going to be better than they were. That's not hard to do. It's a low bar because they were 4-8. and eight. Uh Sure, they could have won a couple more, lost a couple more last year. They, they, it all fell apart pretty quickly as the season rolled along. Um, this team's going to put up a bunch of points. They're, they've got a lot of talent on offense, and the offensive line is uh, not a weak point. It's a strong point. Um, the defense had some work to do. Uh, that's a nice way of saying they weren't very good last year. Uh, and, and, and the new coaches have come in and, and are working hard to change what they've done, how to play the game, and of course, anymore, you're recruiting out, not only out of high school, but you're recruiting out of other teams through the transfer portal. And USC has been quite successful in the transfer portal in reconfiguring their defense, and they're not through. They've still got more work to do between now and the time uh, summer ball begins. They, they could still pick up a few more guys who were in that transfer portal, and I expect them to do exactly that. So the team we saw at the end of uh, spring ball at the spring game uh, is going to be a little bit different in terms of starters and total personnel than the team that we saw. Well, Pete, when you say that, uh, it's sort of general. What do you see as far as on the offensive side of the football that you like? Like when I watch the offensive side of the football, we'll go that way first. I see a rhythm. I see a purpose of why they did something to set up something else. And it was very vanilla. But it was a purpose of doing something for a reason. It looked like they were being coached and they had a plan. Yeah, they've, they've got an awful lot of talent, Harvey. They, you know, Caleb Williams is really, really good. Miller Moss is an outstanding backup. And I, I wouldn't be surprised they picked up a third quarterback somewhere along the way here just in case. Travis Dye from Oregon is a top, top flight uh, running back. And Austin Jones from Stanford is really good. Arwen Barlow's back. They've got tight ends. The wide receiver room now that they picked up uh, Addison today uh, is ridiculous. You, you can go almost almost ten deep 
and not be afraid to put those guys on the field. I was one, two, three, four, five, six. Kyle Ford is as good as a guy we had last year other than Drake London. Uh, he caught everything in practice. At the end of the year, he was as good a guy as we had. And he's like sixth on, on the list right now. Maybe lower, as far as I know. Um, you've got really good offensive linemen. Maybe they're a little shallow on the depth on the offensive line. Um, but I think they're strong at every position, every starting position, and a lot of good backups. Well, they're getting it uh, done with a guy that knows his offense and knows his defense, and he's the head football coach. He's the offensive coordinator, and he coaches the quarterback. So he's got a lot yeah, of confidence in what and he's, he's doing. And he's got, right, and, he, and he's got a good relationship with the guy that, he, that, that, that came with him in, in Caleb. Uh, they've got a lot of working parts. You know, I'm always concerned, and I've made this comment a number of times, uh, on your show and other shows, that when a, a university like USC changes coaching staffs and brings in a bunch of new players, uh, it often takes a pretty good chunk of time to gel as as teammates, as players to coaches, as coaches to players. It takes some time to figure it out. Um, I don't know how long they have when the season starts after the Rice game. Stanford's not... You know, they beat SC to death last year, and we got to play them up there. Fresno State is really good. Don't sleep on them. They're coming in the, the third week. Then you got to go to Oregon State. The state of Oregon has been a, a, just a hell for USC over the years. Um, they should beat Arizona State. They're having problems. Washington State's going to be one of, well, one of the favorites in the north, but there is no north anymore. But they were going to be one of the favorites up there. Then they got to go to Utah. Uh, and, and playing at Salt Lake City probably on a, at a, at a night game, uh, in front of those fans against a team that's probably the favorite to win the conference uh, and has everybody back from a Rose Bowl team that should have beaten Ohio State uh, and a great coach and a coaching staff that's been there forever. So you, you better wake up and, and get going right away. And I think that's going to be hard to do because you've got a new coaching staff and you've got new players playing for new coaches and new guys playing together. And they got to kind of all figure it out and they got to figure it out quickly. And that doesn't often happen in major college football. Usually it takes a while. When Pete Carroll came in, granted the program wasn't doing very well, but I think you could say the same for the program right now, coming off last year. Uh, that team struggled 6-6 six and six the first year. They were 1-4 and four out of the gate before they finally woke up. Now, the second year, that was something different. They were the best team in the country after beating uh, Iowa in the Orange Bowl in, in 2002, the 2002 season. Uh, it takes time. Maybe it takes a little less time now because you're bringing in veteran players through the transfer portal. That's the biggest difference of all. I think another thing on the defensive side of the football, like I mentioned, they have a plan on the offensive side of the football, which I didn't think they had with the air raid. They talked about running game. I thought that was just like a an offense I call 31 flavors and you just take a number and <laughs> run it. Especially when uh, one of the running backs said, uh, when he said in a statement, things are different yeah. this year. Last year, is if you didn't know what to do on this play, just run a swing pass. I mean, right. really, let's go get out for, serious. Go out, you go out and turn left at the Buick. Right, yeah. <laughs> but on, but on well, the defensive they, side, I really think, Pete, in mentioning this to you, I think you've got a plan on the defensive side. The first words I loved is we've got to get the people in the right position they can play. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sorry that Drake Jackson left. I would have really liked to have him come back and play one more year with this new staff. Uh, and, and see how he would do playing in position instead of uh, out of position. I thought he was out of position all year last year. Rep. 
water under the bridge. Um, they're most of the guys, Addison, the wide receiver being not that, but most of the guys lately that come through the transfer portal have been defensive guys, linebackers, defensive backs, defensive linemen. There's another defensive lineman that's still there that, that they're going to, they're still going hard after. Uh, am I allowed to mention names of guys in the portal? I think well, I am. I can, certainly. We can talk about coaches can't. Uh, okay. Well, Jermaine Lole, I think, is the number one guy in the portal right now from Arizona State. Uh, Long Beach Poly guy coming in senior season, uh, and he would be a big addition to the defensive line. Now, they, they've got Figueroa and they've got Thule. Uh, there are going to be a lot of new faces on the field this year. You, you better buy a program. Because... <laughs> You're not going to recognize a lot of numbers out there and not a lot of names that you hear. I'm going to, I'm really going to go to work this year because I, I'm memorizing a whole bunch of new guys that I haven't come up through the ranks. Uh, there's a there's a JC guy just just signed the other day. So we've all got to be on our game and, and, and figure out who's out there, who's playing, who's playing when, and how much are they playing. Um, you know, the, the secondary's got the secondary's got new guys. There's new guys everywhere. Pete, I, I would say this, and I don't know if I'm correct when I say this, because I don't know Arizona State's complete talent level, but on the defensive side of the football, if, that they, if they get that defensive lineman, they already got Gentry, the top linebacker, number nine, the freshman kid that right. made all freshman team. With, I thought they, got, they will get, if that happens, the two best defensive players that Arizona State had. Agreed, and, and, and the Rats are jumping the ship a little bit there because of what probably is coming down for Arizona State. Uh, they're they're in a little bit of trouble right now, and so you can understand why guys might might want to get out and, and and play somewhere else at least for the time being. All right, well, let's do this thing that we don't want to do. Let's take another short time out here on USC Trojan Talk. I'm Harvey Hyde with Pete Arbogast, the voice of USC Trojan football. Mister, how do you do? We welcome all of you on Saturday morning in the Inland Empire and on uh, AM 1490 on your dial, 11 to 12. And in Las Vegas, we thank Terrible Herbs and Coors Life for their sponsorship of USC Trojan Talk. Buckle up and fight on, everybody. I'm Harvey Hyde. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Coach Harvey Hyde. Follow me on the Twitter all the time. That's at Coach Harvey Hyde. At Coach Harvey Hyde. I'll be waiting to get back to you. Raiders fans, announcing Terrible's Game Day Giveaway. Enter for your chance to shop, scratch, and score a $1,000 Raiders shopping spree during every game day. Here's your play call. Run a slant route to the nearest participating Terrible Chevron location on Raiders game days. Catch a scratch card and enter your unique code in the Terrible Social House app. And you could score that week's $1,000 Raiders shopping spree. Terrible's, your only place to shop, scratch, and score. Visit Terribles.com for more details. Hello, I'm Fletcher Jones Jr., and I'm proud to be a Trojan. There's nothing like the winning tradition of the Cardinal and Gold, and I believe those same high standards of discipline, hard work, and a winning attitude will make you a champion in anything you do. At Fletcher Jones Dealerships, we always try to exceed our clients' expectations with services and amenities you won't find anywhere else. Here in Las Vegas, we have Mercedes-Benz at Fletcher Jones Imports and Toyota and Scion at Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion. Two excellent facilities with superb products and friendly, knowledgeable people. I hope the next time you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, you'll visit Fletcher Jones Imports or Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion and let us show you how hard we'll work to earn and keep your business. Until then, fight on. 
Big Dogs Brewing Company is proud to be Las Vegas' original hometown brewery since 1993. Our handcrafted beers are brewed fresh daily at Big Dogs Draft House by our team of award-winning brewers. Big Dogs brews are now available in cans at major retailers such as Lee's Discount Liquor, Total Wine & More, Whole Foods Market, Smith's, Albertson, Corey's, Terrible Hearst Stations, and more. Big Dogs beers are available on draft at select restaurants or bars around Las Vegas. Ask for Big Dogs brews by name. Visit us at BigDogBrews.com to track down our local award-winning handcrafted brews or stop by Big Dogs Draft House to sample the full range of our classic seasonal and specialty ales. Drink fresh, drink local, drink Big Dogs. You work hard for your business. You need a bank that understands your business. Let Metals Bank be your business partner for all your banking needs. We are a full-service community bank with competitive loan and deposit products and services. We're also a preferred lender for SBA, 7A, and 504 loan programs. The experienced team at Meadows Bank will give you the services you need with the reliability you can depend on throughout branches in Las Vegas, Henderson, Reno, Pahrump, and now in Phoenix, Arizona. Call our friendly, knowledgeable staff today at 702 702- 471 bank that is 702-471-2265 or use our convenient online banking service at meadowsbank.bank meadows bank where your business is our business NBA 2K23 Summer League is back for 75 games of action featuring all 30 NBA teams July 7th through the 17th at the Thomas and Mack Center and Cox Pavilion. See the stars of tomorrow. Take center stage and electrify the best fans in the NBA right here in Las Vegas. Adults, $40. Kids, $30. Reserve and VIP seats available. Tickets on sale now at the Thomas and Mack box office, NBAevents.com or call 702-739-FANS. Ticketing fees well, welcome back to USC Trojan Talk. I'm Harvey Hyde, along with Pete Arbogast, live in Las Vegas, Nevada, every Thursday night from 6 to 7 p.m., brought just by Terribles and Coors Light, and in the Inland Empire every Saturday morning on AM 1490 in the Inland Empire from 11 to 12 year-round. Pete Arbogast joins us. Mr. How Do You Do? You know, during that break, Pete, I was talking with our producer and our engineer, and he says, you know what? You guys could go on for hours. He says, this is absolutely <laughs> fabulous, the stories you have. Well, we can't keep I'll, I'll you host, for hours. I'll, I'll host hour number two. We'll just go back and forth as hosts. Okay. Because, I'll uh, start asking have you so, questions. We have so many, so many stories that we've done as far as on radio, where we've been, and practices, and discussions. Let me, hey, let and, me stop you right there for a second, because I've written a book, and there are a billion stories in it. Uh, I had to make it shorter than it used to be. It was way too long. I've got it down to a pretty manageable size. It's probably still too big, but too bad. Um, it covers m- my broadcasting career and with a heavy emphasis on USC, and it will include sound bites of famous calls of famous games, the Bush Push, the Penn State Rose Bowl, etc. I'm looking for a literary agent or the heck with that, the middleman, and if there's a publisher out there that's interested in, in uh, taking a flyer, uh, I, th- I think it's a heck of a book, and I think a ton of people are going to buy it, and it's going to make somebody a bunch of money. Uh, I hope it makes me a nickel or two, but I'm not looking for money. I just want to get it out there. So if you know anybody, let's go. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll call you after the show, okay? I've got All somebody right. in mind, okay, that just did a book for a friend of ours. You'll know him when I mention it, Larry Stewart. Larry Stewart sure. has a book that's out. And uh, I will hook you up with Larry Stewart. 
I uh, used to be a writer for the Times. Uh, did all yeah, kinds Larry of morning gave, breaks. Larry gave me the name. Larry gave me the name of his publisher, and we have been in, uh, his uh, his literary agent. We've been in touch. I've been in touch with several, but nobody's pulled the trigger yet. And so I'm waiting for that special person to pull the trigger on this one. Well, I tell you what, you'll have a lot of stories in, but you've been everywhere, man. You've been at every game. You've been around. You know all the stories. You know locker room talk. You've done it all. And uh, if you're out there, and if you are a publisher or know someone that would be interested, just. Uh, Go ahead and just uh, uh, follow me at Coach Harvey. I hadn't sent me a tweet. And, or Pete, give out your information, too, so how they can reach you. Oh, if I only knew it. I think I'm at USC Voice, but it might be at SC Voice. I think it's at USC Voice. Uh, and, and uh, by the way, uh, apropos of nothing, I have memorized the words to Johnny Cash's I've Been Everywhere, man, because I had to sing it at a YMCA Mountain Camp last year. I'm a director every year for a week at uh, Camp Big Bear for the Santa Monica Y. And uh, talent show, I did that. So, and it's not an easy song to memorize, let me tell you. <laughs> Pete Arbig asked, Mr. How Do You Do? Say, Pete, you always tell this story all the time. How did you come up with that term, how do you do? You know, I hear other well, people using that now. It sort of upsets me. Other no, people no, are using it's it. A, it. It's a southern phrase. Uh, uh, Red Barber used it first, and Vince Scully picked it up, and I... He didn't use it very often, and I asked Vinny one day if I could if I could use it as my thing, and he said, "Absolutely, take it and go." And uh, if we had more time, I'd tell you the story about how uh, Vin Scully and I together uh, had a small hand uh, in in trying to get uh, Gil Hodges, and it turned out to be successful uh, into the Baseball Hall of Fame this year. Well, we'll talk about that, because you'll be back in the fall before the first opening game of the year. We'll be talking with Pete Arbogast then. I'm looking forward to see you with uh, the fall practice, as we always do, Pete. You'll be in there the whole practice, and I'll only be there for 20 minutes, okay? Uh, I'll send paper airplanes over the gate. Okay, buddy. Pete Arbogast, ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank Pete for joining us. We want to thank our engineer, that's Justin, producer Justin, who's with us every uh Thursday night and all the shows I do here on AM 1400. And again, I want to welcome all of you again in the Inland Empire on AM 1490 on the, every Saturday morning from 11 to 12. In Las Vegas, we thank Terrible Herps and Coors for their sponsorship of USC Trojan Talk. We hope your team wins out there, ladies and gentlemen. Buckle up and be safe. I'm Harvey Hyde.